Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, it's Autumn Miles. How are you guys out there today? Got a word for you guys today. Suffering. Suffering is part of the life of every believer, y'all. Every single one. Dan, have you ever suffered? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have. You've had cancer. Yep. Blessed to be a survivor. How many times have you had cancer? Just the one? Just the one time back in 2012. But I had three major surgeries on my digestive tract this past year, and that was tough. The third one was very difficult. So you've had a lot of physical suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, the death of family members and loved ones. (sighs) Suffering. Nobody likes to suffer. Nope. But I'm telling you what, um, there is gold on the other end of those trials. We're going to talk about that today. I'm so thankful for you um, joining us today. Uh, We have a lot just sort of to dive into, but I want to say thank you guys for reaching out to us, Um, especially on social media. We are on social media. I don't do Twitter um, because I just don't. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I probably I mean, I'm, I'd like maybe look at it once every two weeks. Um, people are obsessed with Twitter, though. I'm just not there. Instagram uh, and Facebook is where we're at. And, you know, if you have a question, comment, anything like that, you can always send us a direct message. We look at those. We monitor those. We have people on staff that um, work through those comments. But I would love for you to join us on social media and to just be encouraged. I post all the time. Uh, my team posts all the time. And um, we love that that's sort of an extension of what we do here. You know, it's not just once a day, you know, uh, or whenever you can catch the broadcast. It is literally 24-7, right? You can you can be encouraged by videos or, or by whatever it is. Um, also, if you have something you'd like to tell us, like, hey, I'd love for you to have, I don't know, Cassie on the show. Um, if you have an interesting story or something like that, you can feel free to email us at hello at autumnmiles.com. If there's a comment that you have, if you need to know the name of a book that you were listening to a show and you never caught the name of the book that we were talking about or or uh, something like that, you can always email us. You can always reach us and we would love to talk to you. So we are very reachable in this world. Um, And we love you guys so much. So uh, back to suffering. I feel like this is something that um, nobody wants to do, but if you are a believer, this will be part of your life. Um, I was, I got a, I received a phone call several weeks ago from someone, um, that was preaching a message and they said, Hey, Autumn, want to talk to you for just a second. Uh, can you talk to me about suffering? What have you gleaned from your times of suffering? And, um, I remember sitting there just for a second, but the very first thing that came out of my mouth was my times of suffering have been the greatest gift that God has ever given me. Even though sometimes they come in an ugly package. 
um, I can think back through the different things that I've had to go through. I mean, I think I almost died carrying my firstborn, Grace. That was really, uh, really a rough pregnancy. One of the reasons why we only had two biological kids because I was so sick with my kids. So just that, that not, I was sick for literally nine months and um, it wasn't cancer, but I, I ended up losing 30 pounds. Um, you know, this is maybe TMI, but that's my show. So I can say it, uh, threw up like 12 times a day with her. It was, it was crazy and, um, a terrible, terrible situation, just suffering, suffering. And here at the end of that pregnancy, I delivered grace who was a small baby. Um, but man, I would do it all over again to, to have her. And that's kind of how I think about every time of suffering in my life. There might not be a baby grace at the end of it, but there it gives birth to wisdom. It gives birth to a gift that you didn't even know that you needed maybe a deeper faith in the Lord, uh, which, which we all want. No, I, you know, I, I don't ever pray for a uh, greater faith, Dan, because I'm scared uh, about about what is going to come. But, you know, when we have the opportunity to to suffer in life, suffering is not the end. It's not the end. There is something on the other side of it that is actually a beautiful gift that we didn't even know that we needed. And I can look back on my life with um, you know, my first marriage, which I talk about a lot, but even in my current marriage, the, the steps of faith that we've had to take, um, as a married couple and, you know, adoption and ministry stuff and going out on a limb financially saying, you know what, we don't have any donors to give to our ministry right now. So Lord, we're going to give this tiny amount of money that we have. And God, we're asking that you take these five loaves and these two fishes and that you, um, you multiply them for their, for your glory. Um, you know, that is a part of suffering and God always does it. And we see the evidence of the power of God at work in our life. Um, after we have suffered for his name, I, um, after I said that, after I got off the phone with that specific person, you know, I, I was very emotional and I started thinking about just the seasons in which we've, um, which we've suffered. And, you know, when you walk through suffering as a believer, um, there's always a huge gratefulness and thankfulness, which I think is one of the gifts that you get when you walk through and I sat there in my car after getting off the phone and I was just overwhelmingly thankful for a faithful God that even though it looked like we were forsaken, we weren't. Um, even though it looked like it was really mean, <laughs> he knew the gifts that he was going to give us on the other side of suffering. Um, I know that even in the midst of me saying this, you are wondering in your own life today, those of you that are suffering, is this ever going to be over? Is good ever going to come out of this? Am I ever going to get to a point where I look at what I'm going through and say, wow, that was a gift. I'll tell you, of course, my abusive marriage, I, I looked at it and it was incredibly devastating and horrible. But I look about it now and I know that this show is one of the pieces of fruit that has come out of that suffering. All things work together for good 
to those who are called according to his purpose. You know, all things when we're a believer have a job. All things work. All things work. All things work. The seasons of suffering, the seasons of blessing, all things in our life as a believer have a job. And their job is to work for our good. That is the job of the things that happen to us. And I can look back in our life and I can definitely see that. Um, I want to go to my text today, which is uh, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. It says this, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse three says this, for consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Verse two says this, fix your eyes on the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured. In this world today, we don't have a perseverance mentality. Those of you, I can almost feel those of you that are suffering in your car today. Maybe it's a physical suffering. Maybe it's a marital suffering. Um, Whatever it is, you're suffering. You feel it. It's overwhelming. It's painful. And you're about to give up. And it's so much easier to give up than persevere. Because when we are suffering, we don't see the joy. We don't see it. All we see is the suffering. And so we focus on that particular piece of, 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 um, of our life. We don't focus on the joy. But while you are suffering, this is the exact point when you need to shift, fix, shift and fix your eyes on Jesus. The author and the perfecter of faith. As you are suffering, rather than focusing on what is ailing you, fix and shift your eyes on Jesus, who more than anyone on the planet that has ever walked the face of this earth understands suffering to a severe degree. He gets it. As you're sitting in your, wherever you are today and listening, I want you to know that you are not alone, that you serve a God that gets it. He understands what it's like to be forsaken. He understands physical pain. He understands death. He understands. And it says here, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him, endured the cross. Jesus did it, and Jesus was God, the God-man. 
but he endured. He didn't get to the cross. He didn't stand there at Golgotha and look up and say, mm, I don't think I'm going to do this. <laughs> I think I'm going to turn this cross around that I'm carrying. I think I'm going to go right back to the Mount of Olives. He didn't say that. He walked the road. Why did he do it? For the joy that was set before him. He endured. When we are called to suffer, know this. There is joy for the believer on the other side. Now, it might not end the way that you think it's going to end or the way that you want it's going to want it to end. But there is a gift on the other side of suffering that you didn't even know that you needed. You didn't even know. Maybe the suffering is causing you to break in ways that you've never had to break before. But maybe the breaking is causing walls to fall down of pride and insecurity and, um, you know, having to have it all together all the time. Um, Maybe the suffering is producing in you joy. Doesn't feel joyful. Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel great. No one wants to do it. But by faith, when we fix our eyes on Jesus, you will find that focusing on Jesus rather than focusing on suffering will enable you to walk through things that you never thought you could. And you will see the joy that is on the other side of him. Now, it is so tempting to run around a trial, to run from a trial, to run from suffering, because we just want it over. Um, So many times in my life, I have been just pressed, really, really pressed. Um, And I I actually wrote in Gangster Prayer about the Garden of Gethsemane and um, uh, really studied that particular piece of the crucifixion story, how Jesus, you know, really sort of came apart when he talked to Peter, James, and John, you know, he, he, they walked into the garden and he told some of the disciples to stay, stay where they were and pray. And then he said, Hey, you three, Peter, James, and John come with me. And, um, when he started talking to Peter, James, and John, he said, my soul is distressed to the point of death. You know, in modern day language, it would it would appear as if he was breaking down to his three friends. And then, of course, he goes a little bit further and he 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 cries out to God and he says, um, if there's any other way, if there's any other way that this can be done. Can we do that <laughs> on a paraphrase here? But he ends with this, not my will but yours be done. He wanted God's will so incredibly much that he was willing to go through the suffering, not around it. He didn't run from it. He went through it because there was joy that was coming. He knew the salvation of souls was, was going to happen as a, 
byproduct of his resurrection. He knew that his crucifixion was necessary to save me from my sin and you from yours. He knew that there was joy on the other side. But in the moment, all he was thinking was this is incredibly tough. My soul is distressed to the point of death. Could he have turned around and walked out of the Garden of Gethsemane? I'm sure he could, but he didn't. I want to encourage you today that no matter what you're suffering in, to walk through it and to fix your eyes in a different place, to fix your mind in a different place. That word persevere, make it become your anthem. I will persevere through this because there is joy on the other side of it. Um, uh, I want to go to verse three here. Verse uh, Hebrews 12, verse three, for consider him who has endured past tense, such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. I really feel today that some of you, whoever is listening, are to the point where you are so weary and beat down by the suffering that you just want to give up. And that can mean a lot of different things. Consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. As you're considering losing heart, consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Consider him today. Shift your perspective today so you won't lose heart. You can make it. You will do it. You can conquer this. You can walk through this. Had I not persevered through um, trials, I wouldn't even be talking to you today. I wouldn't even be sitting in the studio today. Dan would not be my best friend today. Had I not have persevered, every trial we persevere through and cling to God through, there is a joy that is set before us that only God sees, but we have to believe for. It's a faith walk. It's faith. It's believing that God is there, he's amongst you, and that there is something good coming. It's, it's not a fallacy. It's not rainbow. It's not a unicorn. It's, it's an actual thing. Something good is coming. Push through. Consider this a message of hope. Don't give up because there is Jesus that did it for you, that suffered for you on the cross and because of his perseverance and because he was focused on the joy that was set before him, which by the way, was you. We sit here today. When I look back on my life um, and I can say, wow, those were some of the most precious times in my life to date. Those times when I, when I've suffered, I know that you will have that same perspective. I know Dan could probably testify, you know, as God brought him through, um, cancer, which we've had your testimony on the show before. 
um, just the richness of the presence of God. I even remember Dan saying um, he got the diagnosis. He went to his car and God said, I'm going to take care of this for you, right? I I got this. I got this. And, you know, it wasn't like some tangible sign right in front of him that said, I got this because the spirit of God speaks so much louder than things that we can even see with our eyes. It was a knowing, Dan, I have you, I have this, I'm going to see you through this. And he did, didn't he? And here he is. How many years ago was that, Dan? Seven years ago. He did. He saw Dan through it. And now he sits healthy as a horse over here. Healthy as a horse. And I would definitely say you refer back to that a lot as we talk. Because that was a a suffering for you. And you're able to now look back and see the joy that's come out of that part of your life. Right? Yes. I, um... I want that for you today. I, I actually had the opportunity uh, a couple months ago to sit in front of Dr. Dobson, which was very intimidating. <laughs> I don't get intimidated very often, but when I was sitting there, I was like, oh my goodness, this I actually did call him Moses to his face. I was like, you're kind of like Moses. And he was like, Moses was really old. And I was like, looking at him like, I don't know what to say to you right now. It was very overwhelming. Uh, incredible experience. Wow. Just the presence of the Lord. You could feel just walking into the building. Um, you could feel it. But I sat in front of Dr. Dobson a couple months ago, and uh, we were just talking about some of the things that I've been through. And he asked me this. He said, Autumn, have you totally healed from your past? And, you know, I don't know. Someone like Dr. Dobson asked you that. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Have I? Do you want to fix me? I don't really know. But immediately in the moment, I said, yes, I have, because I can look back now and I can thank God for every rejection, every hurt, every soul sting that I experienced, because without it, I wouldn't have been sitting in front of him. It was one of the reasons that I was sitting in front of him. So like I said at the beginning of the broadcast today, um, all things in your life have a job if you're a believer. They are to work for good, all things. Things that look good, things that come in a really ugly package but will eventually be good. All things have a job, and they are to work together for your good. And that's what happens. God gives blessings that only God knows are coming when we choose to persevere. I want to pray for you guys today. I have a couple of minutes left. Um, I just want to pray for you. This is a very simple message. No doubt you guys have this passage of scripture uh, memorized backwards and forwards, but um, suffering is hard, is hard. And um, I I want to be the little soundbite in your ear today um, to persevere because Jesus did. And there is a joy that is coming um, on the other side when we persevere. So Lord, um, spirit of God, you know, who's listening, you know, who is suffering, you know, who is suffering a soul crushing defeat, Lord, you know, who is suffering, um, physically God from a medical issue, you know, who is suffering mentally. And and they just, they feel like giving up. They feel like losing heart. They don't want to persevere. As a matter of fact, they don't even like that word. They just want it to end. They want it to end Lord. 
God, I pray that you would encourage the very fiber of their soul today, Lord, and tell them you are with them. They're not alone. You're walking through it with them. You know the blessings that will come out of this on the other side of this suffering. God, I pray even as I speak, even as even as the, the breath is coming out of me, Lord, that you will renew, renew a new spirit in them, a persevering spirit. God, I pray that you would encourage them of the things that could be as they persevere. God, I pray that they would dig in, Lord, to your word. I pray that they would get into your word, God, and that they would let um, the word of God wash over them and strengthen their soul, God, so that they would be able to continue to walk through this thing that they are going through. God, we thank you that you are a God that doesn't abandon us when things get hard. You're a God that sees us through. I thank you for Jesus, Lord, and how he gave us the perfect example of endurance, of suffering, but um, also seeing the joy that was accomplished for him as a result of his suffering, Lord. We praise you, God, for hope that is coming, hope that is on the way. Um, And Lord, I thank you for every piece of suffering that you've brought me through. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. We will see you tomorrow right back here on The Autumn Mile Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.